Welcome to Boxside Chats, a podcast for the community by the community of Occoquan Bay Performance. Boxside Chats will discuss all things CrossFit, weightlifting, powerlifting, fitness, health, nutrition, and interview members of our community to share your personal stories, inspiration, and goals. Now, here are your hosts. What's up, guys? Welcome to Boxside Chats. I am your host, Nick, and it is a privilege to introduce the one and only Napua as the guest host. Starting something new, we're going to have a lot of guest hosts on the show to learn more about some of the members, some of the coaches, and then just talk about whatever it is you guys want to talk about. So, Napua, welcome to the show. Thank you. What's up, everyone? So if you check it out, uh, she got to run on the board. Follow her on Instagram. This is not how they spell it at Starbucks, I'm told. No, not at all. <laughs> all right. And then obviously we all know she's a big Steelers fan. Follow her on Facebook for those updates <laughs> this time around next year. Hopefully they make it a little farther this year, right? At your own risk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> PG-18 <laughs> at a minimum. Barely. <laughs> all right. So today... We're going to get to know the pool a little bit, and then we're going to dive into what is the conjugate method. We have a lot of talk around the gym. We use the conjugate method of powerlifting, kind of the west side barbell method, um, along with our CrossFit programming. So we're going to dive into what that is, what it entails, and lucky for us, Pua has also been through the CrossFit powerlifting seminar. So we're going to talk about that, and hopefully everyone will take away some key points in there and kind of understand the programming better and why we choose to do that in a CrossFit gym. But before we get into that, Napua, tell us a little bit about yourself. Obviously, you got a lot of culture and history with you. Of course. So share some of that with the people. So I was born and raised in Hawaii on the island of Oahu, as most people know. I mean, it's hard not to know that with me, with my name, because most people, uh, that's how a conversation starts about where I'm from. Um, I have three kids. My oldest daughter is about to graduate from high school. Hard to believe, I know. (laughs) Going to college? Yes, uh, she's gonna start in Nova and then go on to, um, she's deciding between a couple of other schools. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So um, my life revolves literally around my kids, work, CrossFit, and hula. I dance hula as well. And you're headed to a new hula? Possibly. Possibly a new hula. By the way, great aerobic exercise. Great aerobic activity hula. It's not easy. CrossFit has actually helped my hula. Um, The more strenuous hula, the old style, kahiko style, has really helped my... um, The conditioning has really helped me be able to perform better in some of those hulas that are left for the younger generation. Mm. So, yeah, it's been good. Good. Well, I'm glad our functional fitness has has helped in uh, Hula (laughs) as well. So cool. So we'll probably learn some more about you as we go throughout the show. Um, Getting into the topic, what is conjugate? Um, How would you describe conjugate or powerlifting as we do it here at OBP? Some key words you would use. Um, Varied. Um, max effort days versus dynamic effort days Um, a lot of accessory work which is really where you build your muscle and get stronger okay 
Yeah, so a lot of a lot of key points there. Just on the definition, the var- varied I think is key. Um, the varied method is kind of what I would use if we weren't using the word conjugate. You know, CrossFit constantly varied as defined. Um, the same thing with the conjugate method as a varied method. It's not um, your typical linear progression that a lot of strength and conditioning goes through. You know, you're working through phases of building muscle, adding strength to all that meat. And then going into your explosive phase and then peaking for some sort of competition. You know, it really doesn't help us because we're really not, the majority of us aren't training for a competition. Right. We want to be fit for life, right? Right. So I think that's one of the key takeaways, uh, the benefits of conjugate. You know, we can do all those things at once. So run through me or run, run over the methods we just, you kind of just brought up. So talk to me about max effort. Tell me about that day for us. So on a max effort day, we're usually doing a max effort lift, whether it's lower body or upper body, um, where we're hoping to possibly PR. And then from there, we'll do accessories and move on throughout the workout. But that max effort lift, whatever that gain is, is going to help you progress when we move on to dynamic effort days. Yeah, absolutely. So the maximum effort, we're usually going between one and five reps you know we've started doing some threes here lately um and then we're looking to just go under that max load to lift so looking for one to five reps maximal load and the great thing about that with our program is that you can continue to see progress so we're always measuring results you know we're not like oh i wonder if i've gotten better you know i'm assuming these percentages but i really don't know but every probably eight to 12 weeks, we'll come back and retest whether it's a back squat, front squat, one rep max, deadlifts, different variations, and you can legit see progress mm-hmm. continuously in the program, so that's good. Well, one thing that's exciting for me that I like to see in the gym, and I know it was exciting for me when I started on the conjugate method, was the, the big gains that you see right away yep. in the first several weeks. So whenever we get new people into the box, you start to see their numbers just grow. Yep. It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, that's that's one of the great things about being a coach inside of the style program as well is that, for instance, an older woman that comes in who has never lifted a barbell and she does a 100-pound deadlift on mm-hmm. week one or whenever she tests first, a few weeks later she's 150 pounds, right. 200 pounds, and just the eyes light up. And it's like, yeah, we're, we're making progress there, and that's yep. awesome. So we've got the max effort. Moving on, dynamic effort. So dynamic effort is going to be our sub-maximal load performed at speed or as quick as possible. So we do those, um, usually a lower body, we do 12 sets of two and then 10 sets of two on that last week of the three week wave and then upper body, nine sets of three, 15 sets of three, something of that sort. The goal there being to add speed to our muscle. The faster you're moving, the stronger you are. So we go back to that max effort. If we're slow out of the bottom, we're obviously not gonna be able to lift as much weight. So we're training for speed. And those days are good because we can, you know, perfect technique. We're under a, a sub-max load, so it's not as dangerous. Mm-hmm. We can focus on getting that good depth and cleaning up technique. And we can vary the way we, we do the workouts, whether it's chain, yep. bands. Sometimes we'll do the kettlebells on top of bands, on top of the bar, which really helps you control how you get that up there. And you're using different muscles in your arms and your chest. So that's something that I like. Yeah, this Friday we've got a wide grip bench press, three sets of 20 hanging kettlebells. So that's always a fun one. (laughs) Um, 
So yeah, tons of different ways we can change that up, bands, chains, et cetera. And then last but not least, we talked about you know building the muscle mass. The last piece of the, the method for us is that repetition method, which we do with accessory work. Yeah. So it, really, if you think the simplest terms, like a bodybuilder would go in and just try to add meat, add muscle mass to their body, that's what we're doing with the accessories. So the, the key there for us is adding that muscle so we can build the strength with the other two methods. And then also it does a lot for preventing injury. So most of it's strict movement under controlled settings. Mm -hmm. So we're building muscle, perfecting technique, as opposed to just throwing us in to a high intensity CrossFit workout where form goes, we may hurt ourselves and we're not adding as much muscle. Right. So, but if you're into bodybuilding, <laughs> we're the CrossFit gym for you because we actually do some of that. All right. But not too much of this though. Nah, we don't usually Wait, do curls. I'm, I'm actually glad about that because the noises that come along with that, <laughs> not so great. Because your noises are not so great. <laughs> and my do, noises are awesome. Would you do right? a back squat? <laughs> Anyways, pot calling the kettle black over here. But the, funny, chucking it up. the funny thing about that, we may not do curls, but today we're doing strict chin-ups, building the same muscle groups, biceps, a little bit of lat. So I get away with that and some bicep work in there. So we've talked about what it is, how we do it, max effort, dynamic effort, uh, repetition method. Talk to me why you think it's a good mix inside of a CrossFit gym. Most CrossFit gyms don't do this much strength work, this style of program. They're just kind of the five threes and one sporadically thrown in. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not even that. It may just be a lot of high intensity metcons. So why do you think this method works well for us? Well, for me, I like that I can, like we talked about earlier, you can actually see your gains and, and you know in what direction you're going. But I've also found that the conjugate method has helped me in Metcons as well with my conditioning. When we work on explosiveness, especially on lower body, when you're working with you know deadlifts and you're getting explosive in the hips and stuff or box jumps that we do, which is not a strength of mine, um, I, I found that it's definitely helped me a lot on the conditioning side okay. as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great mix. Like, like you said, the strength work definitely, the stronger you are, the easier a 65-pound thruster 21 times is going to be, mm -hmm. right? So it's very important that we continue to build strength. But also, if you look at the definition of CrossFit, constantly varied functional movement performed at high intensity. Right. And then we talk about conjugate constantly varied we're using different methods we're doing different lifts functional some of the accessory work could be argued not as functional as others but other than that the same exact movements we would be doing in crossfit and then high intensity obviously max lifts are very high high intensity um the dynamic effort for mm -hmm. speed definitely high yep. intense and we can control the rest in that making it even more intense or less intense and then if you're doing the accessory work well like I always tell everyone, hey, I want you to go as heavy as possible, right. as strict as possible. That is definitely highly high intense. You yeah. Know? And we do the days that are just accessory work, no conditioning. And a lot of times I'll leave more beat and more oh, exhausted yeah. from those days. Yeah. I feel like if you cut corners on the accessory work, you're doing yourself a real disservice. Oh, yeah. There, you definitely shouldn't cut corners with the accessory work. Yeah, the accessory work is key. That's where we really add that muscle. And if you don't have the muscle added to your body, it's going to be hard to build strength. Yeah. So if we're just 
focused on the conditioning and burning, 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 and you're not eating right, adding the muscle in the correct, uh, with the correct amount of effort and the accessory work, you're going to struggle. One other benefit for me with Conjugate has been, you know, when I started CrossFit in August of 2013, I hated the Olympic movements, mm-hmm. mostly because my technique sucked. But I found that with conjugate, as I've gotten stronger through conjugate, it's helped my strength with the Olympic lifting. And obviously, my technique has gotten better over the years, somewhat. Um, But seeing my gains in that because of the conjugate program has been great as well. Yeah, when I first started the conjugate method, I didn't do any Olympic lifting for a few months. Came back, did some Olympic lifting technique, obviously questionable then, questionable now. But all my Olympic numbers went up yeah. just because I was stronger. My triceps were stronger. Right. My shoulders were stronger. My legs were stronger. Exactly. And the stronger you are, the easier everything is going to be. Right. And I've seen that benefit. And I think actually I saw that Louis Simmons is coming out with a book on Olympic weightlifting oh, and really? how the methods can intertwine. So oh, I'm nice. interested to see that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so wrapping things up. The conjugate method, that's how we use it. Please ask questions. We've got some duty experts in the uh, membership as well as on the coaching staff. It's functional. It's continually testable, which is great for us. We can continue to see progress. And it's a lot of fun when compared to a boring all-strength program that you know you never get to retest and you don't see that progress. Definitely. You're not doing the speed stuff. Pula, give us some closing comments, <laughs> tips, advice for the people. Well, I think you just need to stay focused and don't get discouraged. We all have our bad days, myself included. You know, there's days where I want to come in here. I see on Wattify, it's a one rep max for a deadlift. I want to PR. I don't PR for whatever reason. And um, you just got to keep grinding. Keep, keep going forward. Don't let it get you down. Just keep grinding and get stronger. I love it. Last question. Will we see you... <laughs> in the OBP Powerlifting Rookie Classic. I'm supposed to make that announcement here? Yeah. <laughs> well, I will be bringing my talents to the Classic. She's going to do it. I like it. I hope to see a lot more of you guys doing it. Come on, it's going to be fun. Y'all should sign up. And it'll be a good time. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and thanks we'll see you next on. time. Bye, thanks guys. for being here. <laughs> Check her out on Instagram. Insta follow me. Spell it right. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Boxside Chats, a podcast for the community by the community of Occoquan Bay Performance. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, it's it's terrible. And then like uh, my daughter who's two, she wants the cookies. And I, then I, they're all gone because I ate them all, and she's just staring at me like, "You're disgusting, what's Dad." What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, that's it. So. Oh man, that's funny. All right, cool. Um, I know this is going to be in the write-up as part of your questions you already answered, but for the people, tell us your spirit animal. All right. So when I saw this question, I stared at it, and never, I never thought about this in my life. Honestly. Well, ever. to be honest, the spirit animal finds you. You don't find your animal. Yeah. Well, I guess it found me. Oh, I'm glad it found you now. <laughs> um, which I I just said tiger. I don't know why, mm-hmm. and I can't really expand upon that. It's okay. just tiger. Just the uh, tiger. I presented this question to my wife after I got this email, and she looked at me and just said, duh, it's a wolf. I'm like, what, what do you mean, duh, it's a wolf? 
And why do I feel like I should? I was supposed to know that. But yeah, I guess it's Tiger. And if I could change it, I'm I'm still gonna stick with. Does yeah. she know you better than yourself? Oh, absolutely. She so does. Maybe, Actually, it, maybe had, it is the wolf. We just had this conversation last night. I said, I said, you know me better than I know myself. And she's like, yep. I'm like, and you think I know you better than you? She's like, no, not absolutely a chance. Absolutely not. Nope, you have no, no idea what I'm thinking right no now. No clue. Nope. <laughs> not at all. Okay, so we'll go with, uh, I don't know if there's some kind of mixed breed wolf eiger. Wolf eiger? A wolf eiger. Yeah, a that wolf works. eiger is kind of like yeah. the liger, but different. Right. Right. Okay. Sure. I think we've <laughs> made I'm that. glad so much thought and relationship building has gone in <laughs> to your marriage after that question. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Moving back to a little bit more serious topic. Sure. If you can give any advice to new members, members who have been here a while, doesn't matter who, you know, you've obviously been very successful in just eight months. What is your one piece of key advice to success inside of the gym? Well, I got a couple of keys. Um, one is, is you have to get over the fear you have of starting something new. Um, that was probably the biggest hurdle for me was um, getting into a routine again and more about just coming to a, a gym where I know it's going to be high intensity um, and you have a fear of it in the sense of just the unknown. And that's the biggest hurdle. You got to come, experience it, um, see that it's not, it's, it's 100% beneficial to you to, to be here. Um, so you just got to show up, just get here, get through it, get a routine down. And once you get that routine down, uh, success is going to follow. And, um, what the things that you guys have in place here, um, uh, with the coaching and just keeping an eye on us, make sure that we're doing positive, healthy, safe things with our lifting is, is really huge and really key. I know a lot of people have gotten into CrossFit and I don't think they had the proper coaches. I don't know anything about the coaches, but the fact that I know at least five or six people who got, um, you know, pretty severe shoulder injuries, knee injuries. And I asked them what their coach was doing at the time. They're like, oh, no, they weren't paying attention. They weren't even there. And I can say, honestly, the, co- the coaching you guys do here has kept me from injuring myself or doing something that's really going to harm me in the long run. So that's the biggest hurdle. And then something I, I keep with me every day. Um, back in college, I had a, I had a little cancer scare. Um, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Well, misdiagnosed, um, and it was a, tough. yeah, yeah. It was a pretty tough. Um, it was a tough week and a half. Um, my dad's a physician back in Jersey. He was able to pull some strings, and I was up in Scranton, Pennsylvania, um, when I got diagnosed. And um, he got me into New York at Sloan Kettering for a second opinion. Turned out everything was fine. But uh, my my brother, I'm the youngest of five, and my brother, who's um, closest in age, well, we're both big Springsteen fans. Um, and once I had told him what was going on, he just sent me this one song by Springsteen, No Surrender. And the main, the main key uh, in there, the main line is No Retreat, No Surrender. And that was the fight that I, he said, listen, you have a hell of a battle coming up ahead of you. I was scheduled for all the, the treatment, all that stuff. And um, he, he just said, you know, once I got cleared and everything, he's like, just keep that with you because that's something that's going to get you through everything in life. No Retreat, No Surrender. And that's something I've taken here when I've come to the gym. And just finds comes on a, a slogan that you can, you can think about, and stuff gets tough down there. And you're you're going through the workouts, the metcons, and it sucks, and it's it's awful. You just got to get something to power you through it. Yep. And if that's something you can hang your hat on and stand on, go for it. Find something that works for you, and that's what works for me. So. I like it, man. That's a big takeaway for everyone. No retreat, no surrender. Finding that motivation and continuing to push through. Yep. Well, Kevin, I appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, no problem. 
Uh, everybody seek this guy out in the gym, pick his uh, brain for some knowledge, some uh, hard work tips, what's been successful for him, get to know him. Hopefully uh, the family continues to grow and they can get in wow. the gym as well. We've got to get yeah. that wife in here. <laughs>